This episode of the Pivot to Balance podcast is sponsored by Riverside.fm, the leading platform to record studio-quality podcasts from anywhere. More than 70,000 other podcasts use Riverside, including myself, Gary Wee, Spotify, even the New York Times. What's amazing about Riverside is that when you're recording a podcast or remote interview, Recording is independent of Wi-Fi stability, which is huge because content is recorded locally, which ensures reliable and uncompressed content quality. It is super intuitive and easy to use. Once your recording is done, you'll automatically be able to download separate audio and video tracks and edit your content with a few clicks. If you use social media, you also get magic clips from Riverside, which I love. So if you haven't tried Riverside yet, visit riverside.fm and use my code AK15, which is A-K-A-Y-1-5, to start recording studio quality sound and video and get 15% off of a membership plan. Once again, it's riverside.fm. Use code A-K-A-Y-15 to start recording today. Hey, before we dive into this week's episode, if you've been enjoying the show, I'd love your support. Take just 10 seconds to rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform, your feedback helps others discover the wisdom and inspiration that I share on the Pivot to Balance podcast. Let's build a community of balance seekers together. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to share the love. Now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Pivot to Balance podcast. I'm your host AK and I hope you're doing well. In a world that pulls us in a million different directions and with a billion distractions, finding balance can feel like an ambiguous quest. Join me on this podcast as I try to navigate life's twists and turns with mindfulness, purpose, and grace. In each episode, we will dive into topics like self-care, personal growth, mindset shifts by sharing practical insights, stories, and maybe even interviews. Get ready to pivot to recalibrate and find your balance. Follow the Pivot to Balance podcast and I will see you on the other side. In today's episode, we are going to talk about daily routine and why it is so important. And before we get into the episode, I just want to say that daily routines do not mean that you need a 500-step routine, 500-steps routine. It's just not how it works. I know a lot of people think that you need to have a checklist every single morning, afternoon, evening, and night, and that's what your routine should consist. But I don't think that's true, okay? So... Yeah, I mean, routines do seem boring and it's it's so mundane. It's like you feel like a grown-up when you have a routine. Look at it this way. Routines do not have to be like, oh, I'm getting up at 7 a.m. I'm at work at 8 a.m. I come back from work at 5. I have dinner at 8 and then I sleep at 9. That's not a routine. That's a lifestyle. So there's a difference between having a routine and having a lifestyle, right? But when we say routine, it can be anything. Let's say that you have a routine of meeting your friend twice a week. That is still routine. In this episode, of course, the episode is going to focus more on building good habits. Even in that context, skipping coffee every weekend is still a good habit. It's still a routine that you're picking up. And it's about giving more space to feel happiness. And you may ask, how am I going to feel happy if I have a daily routine? You can feel more happy when you have a routine because you're not continuously feeling anxious about what you're going to do next. Think about two people. One person has a morning routine, another one doesn't. One person gets up at whatever time feels convenient for them. Let's say 5 a.m. They're getting up at 5 a.m. They know exactly what they're going to do and they don't have to think about it. They just know that as soon as they get out of the bed, they know that they're going to have to brush their teeth and then they'll go have some warm water. They'll do some journaling. They'll do some stretching. Yes, I'm talking about myself. And there's another person who gets up in the morning 
scrolls through Instagram, watches some TikTok videos, gets out of bed feeling tired, brushes their teeth, thinks about having a cup of coffee, showers, get ready, goes to work. Now keep these two people in mind and we're going to talk about first why having a daily routine is so important and then we'll talk about a few concepts and I want you to think about, I want you to tie these concepts to either of those people, two people that we talked about a second ago. So why is daily routine so important? It's like the backbone of your day, right? You could talk about your daily routine in terms of morning routine, afternoon routine, evening routine, night routine, whatever you want it to be. It still sets the tone for everything. The first thing that I would suggest that you do is have a journaling session. It could be, again, any time of the day. And I'm asking you to do this because with neuroplasticity, which is your brain's ability to adapt and change, the more you start journaling, especially gratitude journaling, what it does is it strengthens your positive neural pathways. It really like helps you be mindful. It really helps you be thankful, mindful, and less stressed. So try journaling, whatever it is, any form of journaling, gratitude journaling. It could be just your dear diary moments. It could be just your five to six prompts or one prompt or listing three positive things about yourself. It could be any sort of journaling as long as you write some stuff down. The second thing is stretching. Again, this can be done at any part of the day. What this does is stretching sessions activate your RAS, which is your reticular activating system. And reticular activating system is nothing but it sort of acts like a filter in your mind. Like, you know how your brain's picking up on a hundred different things at the same time? This filters the information that you actually, which you actually bring your consciousness to. And when you do a lot of stretching, when you engage your body, it boosts alertness and helps you stay focused without overwhelming yourself. The whole point of having a daily routine is to not feel overwhelmed. We are not trying to have, here's your 500 steps to have a great day, to have a great night. We don't do that here. And the next thing I would suggest is have a cup of warm water. And this is especially for the morning routine people. You need to have a cup of warm water because it is not just about hydration and metabolism. It also triggers your parasympathetic nervous system, which is basically your chill mode, right? You become a calm, chill person when you have warm water, especially in the morning. And definitely at night too, like after having dinner, if you have a cup of warm water, it helps with your digestion. I've had two different experiences. I have been a lemon water girly in the morning. I've also been a coffee person in the morning. I've seen the difference throughout my day when the first thing I've consumed is a lemon water. The difference is so noticeable. When I have a cup of lemon water in the morning with some honey, warm water, not boiling water, warm water, I feel relaxed. I'm very, very conscious of most of the decisions that I'm making. I'm very good at goal setting when I am that calm versus when I have coffee the first thing in the morning. If you can if you can tell that I am a little fast in talking right now, that's because the first thing I consumed today morning was coffee. So I have seen the difference. And it's about training your mind to lean towards having warm water versus coffee. Look, there are going to be days when... You just need a cup of coffee in the morning and that's totally fine. But imagine starting your day with a gentle, calm, relaxed feeling. And that's what drinking warm water gives you. The next thing is think about the dopamine release, your brain's pleasure neurotransmitter, right? A routine with small wins triggers dopamine release, which will again help you reinforce other positive habits. The next thing is, oh my God prefrontal cortex, the brain's control center. When you have a mindful routine, like I said a couple minutes ago, it enhances your 
decision making and goal setting abilities and it's like when you start having a daily routine your mind really just thinks about i have done a b c and d and i know that i can do e f g do i think i can do the other 19 things and it helps you filter right with all of the things that we're doing in the daily routine it helps you think about certain things and it helps you assess is this going to be an important part of my day or is this not going to be an important part of my day when you don't have that daily routine you sort of say yes to everything right have you ever seen yourself have you ever wondered why you're not able to say no to certain things it's because you don't know what's important and what happens is when you don't know what's important your fight or flight instincts instantly turn on and you don't know what to do next it's definitely a daunting feeling to have when you don't know what you're supposed to do next and you either say yes to everything or you procrastinate so much and it's not manageable when you do your daily routine i think it's very important to keep in mind that your rhythm is not going to be the same as my rhythm most of the times i get up at 3:55 to 4 a.m. because that works best for me but even i have a few days where i feel like i want to get up at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. or 6:30 a.m. and that is totally fine so it's about understanding your rhythm and when we say that have this or that and which is why i said when you're doing gratitude journaling or if you're having a cup of warm water if you're doing stretches it can be at any part of the day because each of us have different rhythms each of us have different energy levels and of course each of us have different commitments and routines and you know our job timings may not be the same it can be different and you might have different responsibilities than i do so it's about understanding your practical environment your life and also understanding your internal body clock especially for women we have a lot of hormones jumping up and down right so you need to understand your circadian rhythm this is for everybody circadian rhythm they are again they are your internal body clock when you align your routines with your natural rhythm with your energy with your with understanding when you can focus and when you cannot focus i've talked about this before i have a couple of hours in the day where i'm highly productive and there are definitely times in my day i just cannot focus no matter what anybody says no matter how many cups of lemon water or no matter no matter how many cups of coffee i have i still cannot focus even a small task feels daunting because you just don't have the energy so if you're not a morning person and don't have elaborate morning routines just because a few people tell you that oh successful people have a great morning routine you can have two things and two things only and say that's your morning routine and that's completely fine and you can easily do all of the successful people morning routine stuff in the afternoon as well it is never about having 500 steps morning routine you don't have to get everything done in the morning you can take your time do whenever it's possible it's just about getting the job done it's never about when you're getting it done when you have consistent routines it creates positive habits it makes taking actions more automatic and less mentally taxing right and the mind body connection which is also called as psychoneuroimmunology the link between mental and physical health it exists if you haven't noticed it it exists there have been days like i said there have been days when i have lemon water in the morning and i feel relaxed it's physically relaxing mentally relaxing but when i have coffee i'm constantly anxious i'm constantly shaking my leg and I'm, i'm i don't know what i'm doing with my day so when you have mindful practices and routines they definitely impact your immune system and your overall well-being it's not just about feeling good right it's about nurturing your entire being and it also like helps you 
develop a growth mindset because when you start a routine, sometimes it can be challenging. It, it is also very important to know that few days you feel like, I don't want to get out of bed. And then you're giving yourself that push to, I have to get out of bed. There's a difference between knowing your energy levels and knowing when you're being procrastinator. This is where your growth mindset comes into play. You are forcing yourself to get out of bed, which is amazing because you're tapping into that growth mindset. And there are definitely days when you just mentally feel exhausted, physically feel is exhausted, and you don't want to get out of bed. That is fine. You learn to tell the difference. And I think the first couple of days when you start establishing a daily routine, you would probably tell yourself that I am actually mentally exhausted. Most of the times you're not. You're just, you know, you're challenging yourself to something new. And it's always good because that's how your growth mindset happens. When you're engaging in new challenges, it fosters neurogenesis, which is the birth of new neurons. It promotes continuous learning and adaptability. Another thing that I want to talk about is flow state and deep work. And please do not confuse flow state with autopilot mode. Autopilot is about performing tasks with little conscious effort, often out of habit. When we're talking about deep work, it's the ability to focus without distraction on cognitively demanding tasks. So for me, in, in your routine, the one thing that you need to add to the bunch of things that we talked about is deep work hour, or it could be deep work 30 minutes. You don't have to call it an hour. It is, you're reaching this state of intense concentration for a deep dive in your work. You could tell yourself, hey brain, for 30 minutes, I'm only going to focus on this one task and one task only. I'm not going to think about anything else. And when you train your mind to keep thinking like that, your RAS, your reticular activating system, sort of becomes accustomed to that. And again, neuroplasticity is in place. You're trying to tell it, hey, this is how I'm going to work. When I go into this flow state, that I'm going to be here for the next 30 to 60 minutes. And you also have habit stacking. It is about attaching a new behavior to an existing behavior. We've talked about this in a previous episode. When you combine all of these things, you get a lot of mentally taxing stuff done and out of your way and giving your body the space and energy to focus on other important things. Now, I've talked about a lot of different things here. Did you try and assign each of these attributes to different people? And who did you see winning? Please tell me it's a 5 a.m. person who woke up. And I'm not saying that you have to get up at 5 a.m. again. It's just that when you have certain things in order and not a checklist, there's a difference. When your mind, when your rhythm tells you what to do and you do it and listen to only the positive ones, don't think about the procrastination part of you. I'm talking about days when you feel really good and you know what you want to do, but you kind of feel lazy, that's fine. Keep going. Do the task. Discipline is more important than motivation. It's Just remember that mindful routines are not, it's not just a checklist. It's, it's like a symphony of habits and practices that align with your rhythm because each of us have different rhythms. And understanding what's best for you, what's best for your routine, what your goals are, what are you trying to achieve, who are you trying to become, all of that is important, but these are definitely a couple of things that you have to keep in mind for building a routine because they will help you become calm. For me, routines equals less stress because if my routines start to add to my stress, they're not really working and there's some work that I have to do within the framework that I've built for myself. I think everybody has to constantly work on their framework that they've set for themselves because another important thing to keep in mind before we end off this episode is you will fall out of your routine 
every once in a while, and that's completely okay. It is completely okay for you to fall out of your routine because that means there's something else you need to add to or remove from that routine. So keep in mind, it's about understanding your rhythm, your interests, where you're trying to be, what can you do, what can't you do, when can you do, how can you do. And that's all for today's episode. I hope you found it useful. Please grab a cup of lemon water. I'm going to grab a cup of lemon water right now, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.